0: Welcome, listeners, to episode number seven of the Andrew Food for Thought podcast. I'm joined today by my guest, Alvin Shah, and we are at a restaurant in North Beach called Original Joe's, and this is the second episode that um, I've recorded here in North Beach. Um, for those listeners who heard episode number one with Nathan Bailey, we were at Calzone's restaurant on Columbus Street, and that's just about two or three blocks from where we're located now here at Original Joe's. So, as we mentioned in that uh, previous episode, in episode number one, this is very much an Italian neighborhood of San Francisco, and so Original Joe's here is an Italian restaurant uh, similar to Calzone's, um, and again, we're, we're uh, having a dinner out here on the sidewalk, so we can kind of see uh, people walking by and cars driving by, it's a really cool neighborhood, um, great atmosphere, and um, we're really excited uh, to be eating here today. Um, so, Alvin, if you want to kick it off and, and explain uh, how you decided to come to Original Joe's today.
1: I've always loved Italian food, especially the cheese and the sauce. Um, so I kind of wanted to do more of Italian and also roots uh, of San Francisco because Original Joe's actually started in San Francisco, kind of branched out into uh, San Jose and Daly City to name a couple of other locations that they are at. and. Um, They actually have really great service, and the food is phenomenal, and uh, we actually got our food so fast right now, and I think the selection of food is really good, and the ambiance is incredible uh, if you ever get a chance to come out here.
0: Yeah, I I was really surprised. I think we ordered maybe 15 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes ago, and then the food came out uh, before we even started recording. Um, so I ordered the ravioli today. You got the lasagna. Yeah, both of them look great um, So we're kind of just uh, having the food sit out in front of us while, while we record the episode um, So tell us a little bit about the menu. Like what what do you usually order here? Um, what what kind of stands out to you?
1: Sure, um, I I've actually uh, ordered ravioli and lasagna uh, I've, I've had people order the prime rib which is really good too. I've tried it once um, the burgers are, are pretty good too uh, but whenever I come to an Italian restaurant I want a, something more authentic and my favorite food is actually lasagna so I ordered a lasagna today uh, because it's my favorite and when I enjoy it I right? enjoy your favorite foods yeah and,
0: and so you grew up in San Francisco and you went to college at uh, San Francisco State so you've kind of been in the Bay Area your whole life um, and you mentioned, like, this is uh, a really old restaurant. So is this a place that you've known about since since you were young? Or um, when did you first hear about Original Joe's?
1: Um, actually, I haven't heard about it when I was growing up. I actually learned about uh, Original Joe's in San Jose. Um, and actually, I was asking them about where it started from. And they said, oh, San Francisco. I was like, oh, I'm from San Francisco. I never knew about uh, Original Joe's. So I guess we're here at the original, original Joe's, uh, which is pre- pretty interesting because I also like the North Beach area because of their food selections. Not just Italian food, um, but they have um, a variety of desserts too. Um, but uh, I guess an Italian dessert, uh, I really enjoy um, gelato. It's uh, it's here. It's so, so creamy and, and it's always nice to uh, have a little, sweet whenever after you have your dinner right
0: yeah definitely i think for me i've always kind of tried to figure out where do i want to go like if i'm in north beach there's so many restaurants to choose from and i think this one stands out when we walked up you can kind of see on the outside on the awning it says since 1937 so it's it's been here for a really long time and i think the menu is is fairly straightforward there's not too many options but they give you certain things that they do really well they have about six of their what they call signature dishes like the lasagna, the, uh, uh, eggplant, um, a few other things. So yeah, I think I haven't tried the food yet, but it looks great. And I've been impressed with, uh, with the atmosphere here. Um, so let's, uh, dive a little bit more into San Francisco since you grew up here. Um, you've been to a lot of the neighborhoods and a lot of the restaurants. So how do you kind of define the food scene here in San Francisco?
1: I think, uh, San Francisco has always been a foodie city for, For as long as i've known it and also even before i've ever known it um, because um san francisco has always been known as a melting pot and a hodgepodge of nationalities cultures and whatever and you can see it from the names of the the different districts like japantown chinatown north beach um, even like the sunset richmond it's like they have different cultures coming from different places Uh, depending on what kind of food you like to eat. And part of that history is that we were always separated, like there's different parts of the city depending on on what you wanted to, um, I guess, experience, like the food selections and also the culture. Um, Like if you were going to the Mission District, you would get more um, Latin food. Uh, If you go to North Beach, you get the Italian food. If you go to Japan, you get Japanese food. And then, so as you go to different neighborhoods, you notice you actually get the culture from that country. Um, And not until recently, maybe about 20, 30 years, um, that they actually started doing um, like fusion food where you kind of collaborate two types or more uh, types of food together into the restaurant or into the food, fusing it together to make new food like uh, for example like Mexican food with Korean food and and Italian food with Indian food so you might have like like a pizza that has chicken tikka manzala on top or you might come to um, a restaurant that is mainly Chinese food but then then you have a Japanese curry with it or something you know you have different types of fusion
0: yeah, San Francisco it's very much a city of neighborhoods and it's it's pretty crazy how in one city you can have such a different experience or different kind of vibes when you go from one neighborhood to, to another. Even here where we're at in North Beach you just go down Columbus Street and you kind of hit the Transamerica building uh, intersection and you have like Chinatown in two blocks, you have the Financial District in another direction, you have uh, North Beach the Italian neighborhood in another direction and so it's really cool to be able to just go from from one neighborhood to the next and have such a difference and uh, particularly in the food that's what stands out the most is the different kind of restaurants that you'll find when you go into these uh, neighborhoods
1: we also have uh, a phrase growing up is uh if you leave your house and you can't find food you're not in san francisco
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah we don't know
1: where you are (laughs) but you're not here because there's
0: just so many so many restaurants um, everywhere you go and you never know when you might find uh, a really cool restaurant that you never heard about you know even you said you had never heard of original Joe's growing up and yet it's been been you know around for so long and been successful so there's always like something new to find
1: oh yes you're always finding like either new restaurants popping up here and there or old restaurants you've never even tried because there's so many restaurants and so much history Uh, even like restaurants that that we still talk about today like something like doggy diner that has been closed down for years but we still have the the dog's head by the zoo and that's to signify that we still believe in our heritage and uh, the culture and also uh, the history of our city
0: and so Tell us a little bit um, about the, like what neighborhoods you've lived in. Um, you know, being here in San Francisco, and if there were any favorite restaurants that you had in those neighborhoods, or like favorite types of food that you would have.
1: There, there's this uh, one restaurant in uh, West Porto, um, an Italian restaurant that really makes authentic uh, tiramisu with rum, and that's actually how you typically make tiramisu, and it is amazing. It's like just the right. Um, sweet and and softness it's like it's the best i've ever had um, but i every place um, every place i've ever gone to that i liked their food which i pretty much like a ton of food but i always try to pick like a, a favorite dish in each restaurant i go to
0: so before the podcast when we were kind of talking about the neighborhoods of san francisco you mentioned that there's a lot of cool history in Fisherman's Wharf, so that's an area that is known to people who live here as being a very touristy area. So a lot of uh, people from out of town they'll go to Fisherman's Wharf to go see like the seals at Pier 39, or like uh, to go try the clam chowder, or um, to go to all the little stores and things like that. So it's it's a very busy, um, it's a hard area to get to sometimes with traffic or with foot traffic and cars. Um, but that being said, um, there is like a lot of cool history of the city that's in Fisherman's Wharf. So um, what, what is it about Fisherman's Wharf that you think stands out or that you like when you go there?
1: I, I think um, one of the biggest things about Fisherman's Wharf is actually how a lot of food got started. Um, because like, for example, uh, we're talking about Bowden Bakery. Um, they actually were ones that started sourdough bread, if you ever had sourdough bread that's where it started. Um, and then if you ever had chiopino, that's where it started in a chiopino restaurant in Fisherman's Wharf. Um, they named they named the food after the restaurant. Um, and then also if you um, ever knew about the history of Fisherman's Wharf, we actually had a fish market where we actually sold fresh uh, fish in the morning that you can cook for dinner tonight, that, that evening or for lunch or whatever you wanted to do uh, and there's like this um, I always go there um, to get my favorite uh, crab sandwich um, it's like perfectly made it's like soft bread um, perfect amount of lemon juice I don't even want to eat crabs any other way anymore because once you tasted that you just want it from there like and that's by the Fisherman's grotto Uh, At Fisherman's Wharf and I would take the track once a year or a few times a year if people other people want to taste it And I have never heard anybody not enjoy it. Like the perfection of that sandwich It's that good
0: So do you say that you make trips to Fisherman's Wharf often or do you kind of try to avoid? uh, The crowds that are there like um, what what brings you to Fisherman's Wharf when you're heading there?
1: Um, I, I think uh, as most big cities, uh, people that live there, they avoid any touristy areas uh, just because they're too crowded, uh, can't find parking. Um, here, I think it's a little different because you actually have buses that takes you there. Um, and I don't go there that often um, because, you know, there's so much other places to go in San Francisco. Um, and uh, and. Going there, the main reasons why I would end up going to Fisherman's Wharf is more of the nostalgia of, like, reminiscing of, of my childhood days or, like, going to Pier 39, like, remembering the video games when you're growing up, or the restaurants, like, um, and also whenever there's, uh, people that are brand new to the city, I'll take them there and show them my favorite food spots and just have them enjoy it, it's like, the the look on people's faces when they enjoy really good food that's what i really enjoy
0: would you say that the best seafood in san francisco is in fisherman's wharf is that where you'd go for seafood
1: um i'm not much of a seafood person but that's the only place i would want to have my seafood uh just because it's it's the freshest um they uh, they catch it that day and they cook it that day um all this all the sandwiches that are out by the old uh, fish market, they're all fresh. That day they actually caught caught the, the crabs or the lobsters and they, they peel out all the meat that day. So, and they don't, they do not skimp on the meat. It's huge. It falls off your sandwich. That's how much you get. And it, they really spend the time on it.
0: Yeah, the times that I've been to Fisherman's Wharf, I've always been impressed walking through the stalls, the the market that has all of the fresh seafood, and you can get um, good clam chowder, like you said. You can get the sandwiches, like the the lobster roll or the the crab sandwich, and they have a lot of just like fresh, um, you know, you can get the the shrimp or the lobster, different things like that, um, and then a lot of like fried seafood as well, which you know is uh, the cheaper option and and can be pretty, pretty uh, tasty as well. So yeah, there's a lot of, lot of good seafood, uh, out in Fisherman's wharf. Um, and even, even living in San Francisco, you know, you, you do try to avoid the crowds, um, when you can, especially when you're dealing with, uh, uh, you know, the daily commute and you have to be on it. Like for me, I take a train to work every day. So I'm always dealing with big crowds, like going to the, to the train station, walking through financial district, but, um, it is kind of nice to go to, go to those busy places once in a while, and check it out when when there's something you know that's good like the crab sandwich or something like that,
1: which is interesting you mention about uh, commuting and all that stuff because we also have the historic uh, cable cars and streetcars and the streetcars now have train that tracks that go along the piers, um, so if you were to end up at the clock tower or also known as the ferry building, um, uh, you can take the train from there all the up to Fisherman's Wharf and. And North Beach here
0: and I know you mentioned a little bit about uh, sourdough bread so um, how how do you like sourdough bread like if you're ordering a sandwich at a deli or something do you always go with the sourdough or um, is that like a a thing that you think in San Francisco that people tend to stick to
1: Um, I think a lot of people have uh, stuck to that for a while but not because I mentioned that we're a foodie town like kind of a foodie city So now we have like new bread now that we really enjoy, which is like Dutch crunch. (laughs) And um, it's kind of like a a spin on sourdough bread kind of thing. So it's not like we stayed clear of sourdough bread. It's like we eat them, uh, we enjoy them, but sometimes you just need a nice change of pace. And it's kind of like a branch of sourdough bread to have Dutch crunch.
0: And Dutch Crunch, I think, also is very much or has very much become a Bay Area thing, because even when I talk to friends or family who live in, in L.A., like, they don't know what Dutch crunch is or you know much less other other parts of the country so um, not too familiar with the origins or, or how it started but um, it seems like Dutch crunch is like very much a barrier area thing and like when I go to the deli I get a sandwich 90 um, percent of the time I'm getting Dutch crunch it's just you get the, the crunchy exterior kind of like the soft inside of the bread and um, it's, it makes for a really good sandwich I think
1: But there, but there's one thing to say about sourdough bread is if you've never had um, a bread bowl sourdough bread bowl you should try it with clam chowder inside it's amazing and that's that's how I would eat my clam chowder I always have a little sourdough bread bowl and just have clam chowder just put inside of it
0: yeah and that's again you know one of the classic things that you'll find at fisherman's wharf and um, you know it's it's a lot more filling when you have the bread bowl uh, but it's it's kind of a cool experience. Like um, it's different, um, and you. It's always good to have some bread with your soup. So you have the, they they car- carve out the top of the bread, and you can kind of tear off the bread while while you're eating the soup or dip it in. So it makes it makes for a really good experience as well. Um, so you know, uh, growing up here, have you seen um, changes in the neighborhoods or in the food scene here? I know you mentioned that we're we're finding more fusion food. Um, that it seems like you can find um, different types of cuisine kind of being combined at certain restaurants but um, is there anything else that you've noticed that's changed about the city over the years especially like in in the restaurant scene? Uh,
1: I think what's really interesting is noticing uh, in the Richmond district there's a huge Korean um, food scene coming up Um, they've actually kind of started with like four or five restaurants and they're growing Um, and that's That hasn't really been around in San Francisco much because the community of Korean uh, population has been more in LA than in San Francisco so having that building up in the recent years um, it's really something to watch out for Uh, yeah that's
0: a good point because here in San Francisco you have uh, the Chinatown you have Japantown You have uh, right next to our Daily City, which is known for having a big, like, Filipino population. And so, yeah, you're slowly starting to see more Korean restaurants.
1: Which is also known as Little Manila. Yeah, Yeah.
0: Daily City. There's a lot of different uh, Filipino restaurants that you can find there. Even, like, a Jollibee, like a fast food chain that is also in the Philippines. Um, So, some more Korean restaurants. And then, um, you know, just like the city in general. Like, have you seen changes over the years, like, um, you know, growing up here?
1: Uh, I, I have. like uh, A lot of like the Mission District has really been changing quite a bit where uh, a lot of new restaurants have been popping up. One of the things that I, I'm not really fond of is the higher prices of, of food because we've always been known, uh, San Francisco has always been known before of being um, more affordable for good food. Uh, and now it's been more of, higher-end type food that more expensive, but um, I feel like sometimes they they don't go by the the um, price-to-quality ratio, which is what I always feel is more important. Like, if you charge a higher price, make sure your your food quality is just as good as your price. Um, not to say that cheaper price means like, not great quality, but if you're gonna charge higher prices, make it better food, but if you're lowering your prices, um, it's not that we're saying lower quality, we're saying good quality, know your area, uh, know the people that you're, um, that you're actually attending to, and the quality, don't compromise it, because that's what they're there for, is the quality of food. And if your quality of food is really high, People are willing to pay the price. Uh, there are restaurants here where you have to wait an hour, two hours, three hours. People think it's crazy, but the food is that good. And that's why they wait.
0: So it's a matter of finding those those restaurants that you really like and if you're going to pay more, making sure that it's going to be worth the money that you're going to be paying for the food, um, not falling into that trap of, uh, you know, finding a restaurant that looks really nice, maybe they, uh, the outside of it is, is decorated really well, but you know, the food it doesn't quite live up to what you're hoping for.
1: That's, that's correct, because keep in mind, there's uh, all this competition with the same food. So don't go for a high-priced food that doesn't taste great when you could just go to like a block down and find the same type of food, cheaper cheaper price but better quality.
0: I know you've tried um, a lot of different restaurants here, and um, you know, what would you say maybe uh, three or four of your favorite restaurants or places that you think that people really should try if, if they're looking for something um, new or different here in San Francisco?
1: I, I guess depending on which district, because I, I usually, uh, I had asked that, I, I was asked that question by one of my coworkers once, and I made them a spreadsheet of all the restaurants. If you're looking for like, dim sum places. There is uh, a good one in the uh, financial district called Yangsing. They're they're pretty good, Um, but keep in mind it is a little more expensive. Uh, You do get what you pay for and they are that good. Um, If you're uh, looking for Italian food, come here to Original Joe's, uh, check it out. Uh, or you can go to uh, if you can't find parking out here you can go to their uh, daily city location Um, if you're going to check out um, some of the uh, like more exotic type food um, meaning like if you want pizza with um, with Indian food on top uh, you can go to Brothers Pizza uh, on Terravel Street um, close to the beach and even uh, at the beach there's restaurants there too uh, you can go to the Cliff House or the um, Beach Chalet uh, they have really good happy hours at the Beach Chalet definitely if you want desserts um, you want to go to uh, uh, Noriega and about 30, 35th Avenue for some Uh, really good desserts uh, Pollyann ice cream where you can spin the wheel and uh, pay a price, spin the wheel and whatever comes up, that's what you get to eat Uh, uh, most of them are actually uh, everything there is really good uh, in terms of ice cream and then right next door take your ice cream over to and get yourself some of their uh, what they call little uh, which are little um, balls of um, dough and it's delicious it's there's vanilla chocolate and I think there's like green tea version too
0: I think that gives us a, a really good overview of uh, you know some interesting restaurants to check out and different types of food um, so as we're starting to wrap up the podcast is there anything else um, you want to share about about San Francisco, as a city, about the food scene, um, you know, being here in North Beach, uh, original Joe's, or any, anything else that you think the listeners should know?
1: I think for uh, San Francisco, I think we're going to be watching out for actually going back to more authentic type style foods because a lot of people I've been talking to are kind of um, kind of used to the fusion and they kind of want to see what authentic tastes like. And I think that's that's what we're looking for in the future, is going back to the roots and more authentic foods, and then seeing if we can make authentic food become popular again.
0: Simplicity is key, and I think that's one of the reasons why we came to Original Joe's today. It's been here since 1937. The menu is simple, you know what you're gonna get. We got the lasagna and the ravioli, just like hearty. Pasta like really good Italian food, which is what you would expect here in North Beach, so I think it's appropriate um, that we're here today. When when you said you know San Francisco is going to get back to uh, having more you know simple, authentic uh, restaurants that you know stick to stick to what they do well. Um, yeah, well you know thank you Alvin for coming on the podcast today. It was it was really fun uh, learning more about the city, um, and thank you listeners for tuning in to another episode. Uh, as always, feel free to give feedback on the podcast, and we'll see you next time. Oh,